0: Numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v
2: Our number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, v the v app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Bedlin. Hello. Happy Friday to you, everybody. Yeah, still uh, nine days till the Super Bowl. Joe Fortenball will talk to us about it, his thoughts on the side, his thoughts on his props that he's going to bet. Uh, he will join us. Matt Brown will join us to do the same from VEASAN's Final Countdown. And Adam Burke, who is a glue, along with Wes Reynolds, the glue that holds this entire operation together. Yep. He will join us in studio. Give his thoughts on all things.
3: Burke's got saying. a running solid, uh, a solid running joke, too, of uh, the the guests we've bumped him for. Oh, on it, Fridays at eight forty-five because it's like all these big names. <laughs> it's like Brett, like Nina yeah. Kimes, like I've get, all these like people that we have booked, and I'm always like, "Hey, uh, Adam, uh, we're gonna scoop you this week, okay?"
2: We love Adam. <laughs> I we love the We love Adam. Um, so he's joining us as well. Um, one thing before we get into because uh, we want to talk about those how the uh, the DraftKings. Game props break down. I want to talk about NBA yeah. NBA odds as well. But uh, Kelly and I, in case you, you don't know this, uh, we broadcast live from the South Point Hotel Casino, which we call affectionately on the tip of the strip. Really, most people think that, like, Mandalay is really the, tip of the, the southern tip of the strip, And if you just keep driving, then you run into the South Point.
3: Yeah, I mean, let's put it this way. Is it still on Las Vegas Boulevard? Yes, it is. It is. But, like, if you were to walk the Strip in the middle of summer, please do not attempt to walk down to the South Point.
2: No, because you might as well walk to Mexico.
3: Yeah, right. So,
2: yeah. But, listen, I brought every one of my shows has always been here, whether I was doing this and primetime or just a a numbers game. Tremendous loyalty here to – uh, not only Chrissy Andrews, of course, here at the South Point also. Michael Gaughan, who is the owner of this, but the South Point is a, a unique place. Yeah. Uh it it caters to among other things the rodeo crowd, um, which it which it hosts, the NASCAR crowd, which we have a, a South Point 400 yep. event, bowlers. In fact, there's one window. You see, there's a, a list. You can see through the glass behind me. There's that's the whole sports book yeah. uh, but- ticket windows. One of those windows is responsible for $2 million in revenue from bowling alone so it's usually in a year. The,
3: it's usually the one that's right behind your head. That's it's correct. It's usually the furthest down the, down the counts. That's right. Yeah. It's
2: right behind my head. Um, this week happens to be, I, and we don't know because we're trying to figure it out. So when I roll in in the morning, usually parking spots are plentiful. This morning, there was barely a parking spot. There is some kind of archery convention. There it is.
0: That's the one. Thank you, Isaiah. (laughs) Look at all the action. Uh, Whatever
2: they're. they're, Okay, you just saw that. You just see people who walked by there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so somebody just walked by with their arrows. I don't know what the proper terms are, but they have their archery equipment, um, their bow and arrows, I guess. I don't know. Bow is probably not the correct word. But someone, if you just caught that, the entire hotel. And the entire casino is filled with people walking around with their archery equipment, even like a 10-year-old kid has it. So there is a bit of an—would you agree with me? A bit of an unsettling effect where you're like, any one of these people could just wind up, and it would be over for all of us. And you made the comparison off-air, which was a good one, which is?
3: Well, I'm just a little Okay, this happens every year here. So, like, we're not shocked, but it is shocking every year to be like, that 12-year-old has a bow and arrow, and it's like— it's, it's arrows. It's, it's it not, is not, still it's arrows. Like,
2: it's not like the bow and arrow from camp from summer camp. It's like a massive yeah,
3: thing. I mean, just like with the bowling, this is legit competition yes. level, like high-level competition stuff that's going on here. But what I don't get is they keep carrying around all their equipment, and it's like if you came out to Vegas on a golf trip to be carrying your golf bag everywhere. <laughs> it all's <laughs> just right. like so bulky and big, and I'm like, what's? why do they have to carry it everywhere?
2: Not only that, you can't help but think to yourself, if this were in the middle of the strip, there is no chance this would be allowed. <laughs> Can't happen.
3: Really, uh, There's technically yeah. like dozens of people walking around with weapons in this place. I don't right know
2: now. what's happening here, but it is whatever it is. They've got it figured out at the South Point, and it is I'm <laughs> sure a huge moneymaker for them. It's, it's phenomenal. So what I.
3: I just wanted to give a shout out. Thanks to all the help for uh, finding, uh, helping me find uh, TSA Pre and uh, Staples yes. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I went driving around. I'm trying to find Staples because your eyes are all telling me they're still existing, and I, you know, I was, I was struggling to find them, and so I decided to go to the mall. You know, and I was like, maybe the mall still has them. Um, so let me go in these uh, just antique antiquated balls, and I'll roll around in here and see if I can find a Staples or anywhere to get TSA pre. What, what are we I,
2: watching there? I just
3: couldn't find anything, Gil. I just couldn't find anything. What is this? I don't know. I just saw this video online. <laughs> this guy just <laughs> driving through a mall, man. <laughs> oh, my.
2: Skelly, driving through a mall.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> anyway, so you get your TSA that again, was just, no? no,
3: that, that was no. all over years I brought up just to run that video because oh, it's see, great. I just rolling around doing. in malls where nobody exists anymore.
2: I hope we are all hoping we're all praying for you that you get your TSA pre.
3: No, actually, seriously, the one guy, right. the one guy who tweeted me the uh, all the addresses. I, I took a picture of it.
2: Appreciate that. It's very kind. All right, um, going to the
3: DMV today. I might just throw it on the list, Gil. Yeah. Sounds exciting, right? Get cleared.
2: Let's talk about the before we get to the NBA stuff. Let's talk about because we we teased this earlier. DraftKings providing us with the way that we we talked about how the MVP market splits from percentage of handle and percentage of tickets. You have some of the game props splits as well?
3: Yeah, we got some other stuff here. I'll, I'm just going to run through a I'm going to run through a bunch of things guys. You don't even have to go f- to that graph again. How about first touchdown scorer splits? Travis Kelsey receiving over 28% of the handle and 24% of the bets. That one stands that is, out.
2: That is not in the least bit surprising. Not at all, but he's yeah. basically
3: the only walking Kansas City chief right now, right? Yep. A.J. Brown's second on that list with 10% uh, of the handle. Uh, let's see, how about some of the most bet touchdown scores? Anytime touchdown scorer, obviously Travis Kelsey minus 130 is the number one uh, bet by both handle and by bets. Uh, you've got, uh, let's see, we'll keep working We're way down here, but most bet player props, Patrick Mahomes passing touchdowns over one and a half at minus 230 is the most bet player prop uh, so far. Jalen Hurts passing touchdowns, the second one over, obviously all these over. Mahomes passing yards next, Jalen Hurts interceptions next. And then as far as game props go, uh, this will surprise me. Number one bet game prop so far. Each team to score one plus touchdown in each half, and each team to score one plus field goal in each half. That
2: is super surprising. But the that yes, was, at 11 yeah. to 1. We can only, I can only surmise that the 11 to 1 is what's attracting people so much to that. Cause otherwise, it just seems so random.
3: Yeah. Well, it's got a, it's almost a, like a different version of the three scores one, right? I guess like it's kind of a, di- a
2: distant cousin to that. Right,
3: it's like a distant cousin to that. Yeah. Uh, next up, you got yes on the special teams or defensive touchdown at plus two seventy five.
2: People love betting that. Plus two seventy five does not seem like a good enough number for that. Say. at all.
3: I don't know, but if you if you yeah. told me Kelly, what do you think the odds are on that? I would guess ten to one, <laughs> like something closer to that. It's not plus two seventy five. Intuitively, isn't? I mean, that that's f- no way. I don't think so uh it's happened in every quarter a touchdown yes plus 105 each each team to score one touchdown in each half yes even money
2: wait each team to score one touchdown over 38 and a half what do you mean that each team has to score one touchdown and the game has to go over 38 and a half no, that... that's a
3: that's a mistype. Oh, each okay. team to score one touchdown in each half yes okay it's a yes or no So ignore, yes, ignore even the
2: money. over 38 and a half
3: yeah total first downs over 38 and a half
2: oh that one makes sense
3: that okay. that's the one where it's at.
2: Yeah. okay yeah, that that first one surprises me a great deal, and the second one seems totally mispriced to me. But it, it is always interesting to see what people yeah. are betting in droves for whatever reason they've convinced themselves of.
3: I just don't even know. I mean, I, I always th- I always think it's the longer odds. But like, is which 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 unit defensive or special teams unit? I guess on either one of these teams are you like that? Yeah, that
2: you're right. I mean, Um, is it
3: just we saw Hassan Reddick stripping Brock Purdy last week? Dude,
2: I'm sure that has a lot. The recency of that has a lot to do with it. I just think there's going to be a portion of the audience, whether appropriately or not, who's going to hear what the things are that are the most bet Super Bowl props, and they're going to fade each and every one of them now. Probably. Yeah. Uh, NBA, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, Championship odds. Shall we go there? Because these are interesting to look at again with – you know, the all-star break, the trade deadline coming first yeah. next week, the all-star break coming later this month. And right now we have roughly 30 games left in the season. You know, obviously these schedules are imbalanced, so it's going to be give or take a game or two. But we're, we're rounding the bend of 30 here. Celtics, talking about NBA title now. The Celtics who lost the NBA championship to the Warriors last year in the NBA finals, uh, they are the short shot at plus 360, followed by the Brooklyn Nets. People can't quit the Nets. Nope. Six to one. KD will be back at some point. Bucks are plus seven fifty. The Nuggets who have the best record in the Western Conference are plus seven fifty, followed by the Clip Show at nine to one. And then in addition to the Sixers at eleven to one, the defending NBA champion Warriors, who have been hovering around five hundred for for all get out this year, eleven and eleven to one. And then the Grizzlies who we talked about earlier at twelve to one. Everybody yeah. else. 20 and one, 20 to one, or beyond.
3: I have, I think the only bet I currently have in this market is the Hawks (laughs) from, (laughs) from, for as soon as they signed DeJounte Murray. I bet, I bet it like the day, I mean, right, I bet it that day before the odds moved. So if you take away that, I don't have a bet in this market. Aren't
2: the Bucks and Nuggets the best bets on that board right now at Uh, plus 750 each?
3: Yes, but Gil, I'd say at this point, and we talked a little bit about this on, on Hardwood Handicappers too, JVT and I um you can catch that uh, wherever podcast can be downloaded the uh the bucks are my team they're my team this year they've kind of been my team this whole whole year the problem is at plus 750 i'd rather wait till the till the playoffs get started and bet it at a slightly shorter number well and it, you know assuming they don't go on a massive run here but that's that would be the only bet I'd make. I'm not betting anybody in this market that's in the it, Western Conference. It also
2: conference. begs the question, which we talked about earlier, do you like that bet better? These are slightly different bets, or do you like them to have the best record? You know, we talk, or do you like them to have the number one seed in the Eastern sure, Conference, sure, better at plus 1250? Different com- bets. Completely but,
3: different, right? Yeah. That, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I think the Bucks. the Bucs are my title pick. They are my NBA Finals winner pick. So if I'm looking at betting that, I'd rather just bet them at five, four to one, five to one once the playoffs start.
2: No love for the Warriors at eleven to one. You don't think they can turn it on?
3: I think they can
2: always fascinating. I'm not
3: betting any Western Conference team in this part.
2: You like anything Western Conference or Eastern Conference?
3: Western Conference, I think the Pelicans right now are still, I would let that number keep sinking. It's fine. Zion comes back. We saw how this team played beginning of the season with Zion in that lineup. I think there's still a threat in the West.
2: Lost 10 in a row now, the Pelicans. By the way, you see that horrible call on Ingram late in that game yep. too? Horrible. 10 in a row they've lost without Zion. Uh, coming back, Joe Fortenbaugh Super Bowl 57 next.
0: The Sports Betting Network.
2: The big game means big plans for VSIN. VSIN will be in the middle of all the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and celebrity interviews and our experts breaking down the game. You won't want to miss any of VSIN's coverage. Huddle up and watch Follow the Money, the, uh, the Lombardi line, VSIN Final Countdown, and VSIN Primetime, all live from Radio Row starting on Monday. For betting splits, expert picks, and big game props, head to VSIN.com. That's com. We get tweets at Beating the Book. This is from a New York message, and He says a quiver of arrows is what it's called. Gil, a quiver, oh, yeah. a quiver of arrows. I was going to say a quill, but that's not right. That's, I, that's I wanted right to say a quiver, but then I was like, I don't know. Is that old school? Uh, Mark Geiger concerned about bows and arrows. Try going to places like Texas where there are people walking around legally in malls with assault weapons. Shall I speak to management about a reserved parking space for you? <laughs> it's okay. No, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you, though. Thank you for having my back. Um, Primetime, Cowboys underscore Cubs one. Doesn't Kelly Bidlin throw down the uh, don't-you-know-who-I-am card at airport security?
3: Man, I would love to see how badly that fails.
2: You don't need a no TSA, pre. <laughs> Just walk. I'm Kelly Bidlin. Just say you're Preston Johnson, and then you'll get through. Yeah, there we go. I'm Preston Johnson. Oh, okay, you're in, sir. Mike Alvarez, South Point's definitely a unique place where all are welcome. No matter if you're a fan of bowling, rodeos, NASCAR, archery, sports betting, or anything else, we can all agree on a good hot dog, and that guy Wishnev is too loud. <laughs> it's very true. Very, very true. Scola, small parlay, Bucks, 12 to 1, referenced earlier in Ega French. Ega French will get home for you. That's for sure. Bucks, 12 to 1, to win it all? It's a great number.
3: Oh, is that what he's I thought he was talking about the most wins.
2: If you can parlay those, two, Yeah, why not? Why you got to parlay them? Just do them separate.
3: Because everybody's got to parlay everything.
2: Yeah. You know that. Uh, Mike Rouse also telling me you carry your arrows in a quiver. Thank you. Thank you for uh, updating my archery vocabulary. And
3: now you know.
2: Ladies, yes, we should do the NBC, the more you know <laughs> thing in the background. Uh, Joe Fortenbaugh, ladies and gentlemen, is the undisputed star of ESPN's Daily Wager. I'm sure others like Tyler and uh, and uh, Doug will disagree with that. But for our money, he's the guy. It's Fortenbaugh, everybody, on the show. How you doing, Joe?
4: Oh, I'm all right. Just going through my mind, wondering why or oh, why I decided to have children. They bring a <laughs> stomach bug into this house every three weeks. I, it's. I'll tell you, man. I'll tell you. It's just. Uh, it's another day in paradise, Joe, But it's great to be on the show. How you doing?
2: I, you know, they are walking petri dishes. Those kids. Ugh. Oh, and, and so selfish. Oh, it's all about them. By the way, happy birthday to your kid. By the way, that's what you, that was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He. Um. It's
4: funny because six years ago, yesterday when he was born, I remember um, my wife's going in for the C-section. And I'm sitting uh, out in this room, because at that point, you're just completely worthless and useless. They just put you in this room, and they say, wait here, we'll come get you uh, when we're ready for you. And I'm sitting there, and I just decided, you know what? I'm just going to dump all of my thoughts out onto my notepad on my phone and just see where this is in a few years. But during that process, I remembered the Warriors were laying seven against the Clippers. And I thought to myself, (laughs) you know what? let's see how lucky this kid is. Let's fire a bet on golden state. Cause I was in the Bay area at the time and let's see what happens. So kids born, you go through a bunch of stuff. It's like 3am. I completely forget about the bet. Sure enough. The warrior's covered. He's been a lucky one ever since
2: you're white. Let me just cut, 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 to a <laughs> shot later today at the Ford and ball <laughs> household where Joe's wife is like, let me get two things straight, Joe. One, you talked about my C-section on the radio and two, <laughs> you were talking about a bet when our child was born. Oh, love let me tell you something she knows i
4: was doing radio up there and i came up with a whole prop menu for the birth eye color yes no hair over underweight and we did it on air so there was like a 10 prop menu for the birth of that child that was on air so she's well aware she was the one that had to call in to verify all the details because people thought i was going to cheat which you know i can't blame them
2: never been prouder of you joe than i am at this moment (laughs) learning all that joe ford everybody from espn's Daily Wager. Uh, weekdays on ESPN2. Let's talk about Super Bowl 57. And before we, full disclosure, you grew up an Eagles fan, correct?
4: Yes, correct. Full disclosure, very important to get that out there. Yes. (laughs)
2: you're like, that's all I got. It's like the Eddie Murphy thing when when Arsenio Hall had him on where Eddie Murphy, long question goes,
0: yes.
2: (laughs) 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 So I'm just trying to establish, you are still being objective about what you're about to say about Super Bowl 57, regardless of what you're about to say.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. I I can sit here and I can be realistic. You know, people give me grief when I bet on the Eagles. They think I'm a homer, but the reality is I, I tend to bet against my teams more than I bet on them. So I'll be on them at times, but it's not like it's just blind faith or loyalty following these teams. Um, I've had no problems betting against them. Like I know every year the Sixers are going out in the second round. That's been quite lucrative for me over the past.
2: <laughs> so what do you got here? Chiefs or Eagles Eagles favored by one and a half.
4: So to to be completely honest, I haven't fired on it yet because I'm trying to figure out, I think there's still some unknowns with this wide receiver situation and the injuries in Kansas city. Um, what I honestly I do find myself leaning to the Chiefs here. I don't have a, a great foothold on it. I, I wouldn't come on and say, "Oh, this is like that Eagles Giants game. I love that game." I, I, I think the Eagles this year, while they've been very good, there's a couple concerns in this game. Number one, Jalen Hurts. The most underreported story of last week was Hurts stunk in that game against San Francisco. He stunk, and you can show me the rushing stats. That's fine, but he wasn't throwing passes over the middle. He did exactly what he did against Chicago. He, he he just chucked nine routes down the sidelines because he had nothing else. And this is the guy I remember at Alabama who in big spots would either be captain check down or he'd throw the ball away or he'd scramble for like a yard and a half game and that would be it. So I wonder how he's going to handle the pressure of this game early, especially if they need to lean on him should the defense give up stuff to Mahomes. And then on the Kansas City side, I got to figure you're going to want to run the ball in this game. The Eagle weakness is their run defense, and you're going to want to keep that offense on the sidelines as long as possible. So like I said, I haven't done anything yet. I think the number is going to keep moving back towards Kansas city. So if I'm getting involved in the chiefs, it would probably have to be soon.
2: Do you have a prop that you have a prop bet that you have made already, or that you are eyeing to make?
4: There's a few I've been toying with. Uh, I made the AJ Brown anytime touchdown prop bet plus 115, depending on where you're looking. He hasn't had a big postseason, but I like it at plus money. The the Kansas City red zone defense is absolutely horrific. It's bottom three in the NFL. And Brown ranked 11th in the league in red zone targets this year. So that's just the perfect marriage right there. A guy who sees a lot of targets in the red zone going against a lousy red zone defense. And if you look at what Kansas City has done against opposing number one wide receivers this year, they've struggled. Like at the beginning of the year, Hollywood Brown... Um, Steph Diggs, Mike Williams, Mike Evans, like this is Devontae Adams, they all found the end zone. And that's the first six weeks of the season. So I would play that one. I'm going against the grain here because a lot of people love the Mahomes over passing prop. I know Fezzik's big on that. I'm looking the other way. I am. I think if you're Kansas City in this game, you've got to be able to run the ball. I don't think that the mindset for the Chiefs can be let's move as fast as we can up and down the field. Because if you're doing that and Philadelphia is able to run the ball, they're going to have your defense out there for 35 minutes in this game. And do you want the Kansas City defense out there for 35 minutes? By the fourth quarter, that would be a big edge for the Eagles. So I think Mahomes is going to move the ball down the field, but he's going against the number one pass defense, the number one defense in terms of QB pressures. I think he'll get yards, but he's not going to get them in big chunks. And that's going to take up a lot of time. Keep this in mind, 19 games the Eagles have played this season. One guy is thrown for more than 250 yards on him.
2: Yeah, you you brought up something that the the Chiefs have this horrible red zone defense. Another little, like, weird quirk with the Chiefs. This is neither here nor there. Just throwing in random stats over two weeks' time talking about this game. The Chiefs are also the worst team in the NFL, or 31st. They may not be worst, but they could be second worst. On third and ones, for whatever reason, they cannot figure out how to convert third and ones. So just, again, random strange stats from the Kansas city chiefs uh, before you go, Joe, cause we only have a minute left here. We just were talking about uh, NBA odds and randomly brought up, you know, the warriors are sitting out there at 11 to one. You were a guy who uh, did San Francisco morning radio for five years. I believe it was five years. Um, any thought about the warriors 11 to one as a flyer this year, or is this just I, not their year?
4: I mean, 11 to one, given where they're at, they got to get healthy. This, this defense on the road has been a major problem. I, I think, They're complacent. They just won a title and they know they need to turn it on in playoff time. But at the same time with the West being what it is, I I, I think they could still make a run at it. So I I haven't made the bet. I haven't been impressed with the defense, but I do think they're going to be much better once they get to the playoffs.
2: All right, Joe. Appreciate it, man. We missed you at dinner last night, but I understand it was your child's birthday and uh, some things have priorities. Did
4: Felica pay?
2: No, I did. How did that work out?
4: Wasn't he in town specifically to collect winnings from all his different tournaments? I'm a generous guy, Joe. I should have been there. That's a huge mistake on my behalf. The kid will have a birthday next
0: year.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Joe Forten, Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Love you, Gil. Talk to you soon. Love you, man. Joe Fordball from ESPN's Daily Wager, who usually has the quickest hang-up in the business, but we didn't hear the dial tone there.
3: Oh, we got the usually... quickest hands in the West. Uh, Kev- Kevin Trask over there on the audio board.
2: Yeah. yeah Joe, Joe, before you finish the last sentence, like his thing is to just... <laughs> yeah, the quick yeah we've ever
3: heard it a time or two, yeah. that's <laughs> phenomenal.
2: Uh, Daily Thanks, Wager. love
3: you. Bye, click.
2: Uh, <laughs> Joe Fordball, everybody, on Daily Wager. Weekdays on ESPN, too. Um, we will come back with our own Matt Brown from... The final countdown, which he does with Stormy Bonitoni weekdays here on Vison He's got his thoughts on Super Bowl 57, his favorite prop bets as well. That's on the other side. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
0: A numbers game on VSet, the sports betting network.
2: If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSet experts have got you covered. Become a VSet Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. V-CEN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSet show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSet betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets. Best bets and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vston.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. One very important clarification, Kelly. Chris Felica, the bear, would like everybody to know that there was a struggle for the check. Oh. A very a very physical struggle for the check between he and I and uh, my, uh, my right forearm from tennis ruled the day. I pulled it away. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously, clearly. I
3: mean, come on. Yeah, come on. What Gil are we talking? Alexander Serve is pretty famous. What are we talking about?
2: Uh, we get tweets at being the book. warrener Don't forget about Beantown as a nickname that no one from the area will use. That's very true. Nobody in Boston uses that. Uh, from our earlier discussion about Aaron Rodgers saying San Fran. B-Mart, my book has picked pick the exact score at 50 to 1 odds. How bad are those odds? I took a flyer on Chiefs 27, Eagles 24. The book knows what they're doing with those numbers. Yeah. let just put it that way. And John B. would like to check in. Not that John B. Not not 90s R&B star John B., but a different John B. Says, my favorite prop bet is the number of players to attempt to pass over two and a half at plus 160. Usually at least one team tries some trick pass play. So beyond Mahomes and Hurts. All you need is one person to attempt a forward pass and you'll cash that at plus 160.
3: Yeah, I mean everybody's talking injuries with uh at yeah. least one of these quarterbacks <laughs> if not both. Uh, there, I feel like there's a lot of Jalen Hurts conversation out there too. So, I, you know, in theory if one person one of those guys misses a play or something and someone else has to come in, that <laughs> it's that way too. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this next gentleman uh, was once the co-host of a little show called Primetime Action. He's now the co-host of The Final Countdown with Stormy Bonitoni, and recently on that show has taken pie literally to his face and has eaten mayonnaise, all because he didn't perform well in a Bets and Consequences segment. It's our friend Matt Brown. How you doing,
5: Matt? Doing well, doing well. I'm a little, little surprise, Kelly's still not letting people know up north. we got friends in Toronto. We have friends in Montreal. We have friends in Edmonton, all the way over Vancouver. That nine ninety nine is going to run them thirteen thirty seven Canadian. <laughs> Kelly ought to be on top of that. Like it's going to run them thirteen thirty seven Canadian, and uh, I, I know that they want to know what the introductory offer costs up there.
2: Yeah, always with the currency exchange, this guy.
3: Yeah, always. Let I quit. Th- Gil asked me like two weeks ago why I wasn't doing that. I was like, no, like,
2: no, you got it's it. It's Matt's in the, thing. Man. You got it in the divorce. <laughs> hey, let me let me ask you this seriously. Yes. The the pie in the
5: face is one thing. Mm. The mayonnaise. Yeah. How disgusting was that? Well it was far more disgusting than I even imagined. Here's the problem though, Gil. When I get into these contests, I'm assuming I'm going to win. So like, I'm not so much worried (laughs) about like what is happening to me afterwards, because I'm like, it's not going to happen anyway. I'm supposed to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to make better bets and then I'm going to win. Well, that has not been the case. The last two Uh, I'm glad. Oh, and there's oh, Matt's internet.
2: we lost him. There goes his internet. He did anyway, uh, warn me. What happens is Stormy makes a series of bets. Matt makes a series of bets. And whoever performs better gets to, you know.
3: They have go, consequences. Go, the, they decide the, the, the person who yeah.
2: loses has consequences. Bets and consequences. Like the old truth or consequences back in the day. Well before our time. Yeah. So here's here's video of Stormy uh, putting pie in the face of Matt Brown. By the way, Matt Brown lost two bets here because he's wearing an FSU shirt. Yeah, he did. Which he lost in a bet with you. You're an FSU alum.
3: Yeah, when Florida State LSU played each other like September 5th of the look, college football season. First of
2: all, just keep an eye on Matt. He takes off his blazer, right, because he can't have that have pie on it. Right. Then he rolls down his rolled-up sleeves, and Stormy is like, would you just come over here because there's only 30 seconds left <laughs> in the show. He's trying to bleed the <laughs> clock, and then watch this. He is He's really upset about the—oh,
3: Nice. Bam! He was uh, freaking out. Yeah. We had the audio up, too. He was freaking out with the force with which Stormy was going to deliver. <laughs> That's right. He's very particular. And then complains about okay? it afterwards. Yeah. He, he's, oh, like, he's like, he's like, you he... hit me too hard.
2: We still haven't gotten the field goal kick from him, either. We should still point out. That. No. Weather conditions but, hey, been... maybe
3: he's just going to surprise us one day because he walked in wearing that T-shirt, and I was like, Oh, yeah, that bet we made like five months ago at this point that I totally forgot about.
2: And then the previous week, he had to eat mayonnaise, which is truly disgusting. That's the worst of the
3: best. Yeah, I mean, how much mayonnaise? If it's like a packet, all right.
2: Still, still. In the words of Lionel Richie. Oh, we got him back. Matt's back. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Brown, who we had an opportunity to talk about uh, behind his back now for the last 90 seconds. So, Matt, uh, the mayonnaise was gross. Yeah, it was
5: it. yes. The second pack was where is the, the real the sec- punishment. You like, get through yeah. one pack. Yeah, you get through one pack the second. And and as far as Kelly goes with this shirt thing, trying to make it act like I was punting on this uh on this better, I no. go immediately after I lose. Yeah. I order this, this shirt. What I didn't do is pay attention to the fact that the shirt was on back order, was on whatever. <laughs> it was so like the a shirt month or something didn't show to show up for yeah. like two and a half months. And then the shirt finally shows up, and I was like, oh, I totally even, I had also forgot about this, whatever. The shirt shows up to my door, and I was like, well, I still have to pay off this bet. And as a man of my word, I went ahead and did that. Man of his word. I'm
3: also yes. gonna guess though there there's more thinking in it than that, Gil, because it's well, if I have to get whipped cream on a shirt, might Everything. as well be a shirt I never want
5: to wear again. Hundred percent. Everything <laughs> he telly. does is well don't you worry, out. buddy. I've already thought of our next bet, and our next bet is going to be you wearing that exact shirt on uh, for for an entire show. <laughs> And, and and you, yeah, yeah you squeezing into that puppy for a, for an entire segment or show or whatever it is. That's so don't don't you either. worry. I got that one. That shirt's clean, and it's waiting on you, my friend. Hey,
2: uh, Mr. Internet Problems, you don't think we can get some Super Bowl 57 sh- uh, thoughts from you while we're still here, do you?
5: Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Who, who do you yes. like in this game? I think I'm going to wait and end up just betting the Eagles on the money line. I mean, I, I, I'm guessing, Gil, and it, this is one of those deals, right, where we have never – been in a scenario now where this many different people are betting into the Super Bowl. Like I assume it's going to be like it is in years past, where once the casual money starts to come in, they're all gonna take the Chiefs on the money on the on the money line mm-hmm. at the plus money, and I'm gonna get a better money line price on the Eagles. But again, I guess I don't really know. I, I mean, you know, we're we're getting some of these markets that weren't really mature that are much more mature a year later betting into this. Of course, there might be some sort of East coast bias. Let's let's not forget that mm-hmm. all of those East coast states all have legalized betting. Whereas a lot of those states, I mean, Ohio just now went live and all of that. So, I mean, I, again, I'm assuming I'm going to get a better number on the money line, but that's, I think it's actually an assumption. You know I mean? You, you and I talked about this on all the programming we've done years and years and years, right? It's like, we kind of know how this works for the Super Bowl. The total is going to rise by a point, point and a half because everybody bets the over. The money line value is going to be on the favorite, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I again, I'm just I'm guessing because I don't really know.
2: Yeah, what what Matt is referring to there is is exactly right. We've talked about this for years, which is for whatever reason, uh, during the regular season, the casual better will bet the underdog plus the points, and the Super Bowl they will bet it on the money line. And so we'll see, right? We'll see if that's the case here as well. We don't know. Um, and we're already
3: seeing it. We went over yeah. those maps earlier. That's yeah. what the map questions were about. There's two different maps that yep. we're staring at at what states and who's betting what, and it's Chiefs' money line everywhere, and the spread, it's Eagles' money line. Nobody knows, Eagle what, spread.
2: Nobody knows why that behavior is. The, only, the best guess is, oh, it's the last hurrah, let's go out with a bang. Yeah. It's the last football game till you know, August, if you're talking preseason. Uh, have you made any prop bets, sir?
5: Yeah. So I, I went ahead and it's going to end up being, you know, the, the squarest bet by the time it's all over with, if you believe in such a thing, but I mean, I, I went ahead and, and bet Kelsey over at 78 and a half receiving yards. It's going to be in my opinion in the mid eighties, definitely low eighties before this thing kicks off. Like nobody, nobody's going to be betting under on Travis Kelsey. And I think if there is a path to victory for the chiefs, it's most likely going to run through Kelsey. And so, I went ahead and did that, got that one in pocket. Going to look at a couple of others here, hopefully as lines start to balloon a little bit, maybe some unders on some rushing stuff or maybe even both teams. But uh, considering neither team really has a a workhorse back, I know Pacheco is certainly getting the majority of the carries there for Kansas City, but it wouldn't surprise me if Andy Reid and them went a little wacky and, and split it up a little bit more here in the Super Bowl. So trying to hope that those increase and come in on the unders. And again, as you guys, I'm sure, have preached already on the show. If you're betting unders, more likely, better to wait. If you're betting overs, more likely to bet early because those numbers are typically going to grow as no casual better is going to be betting unders. They're all going to be betting overs on all of these things. And so if you want to get in on an over, likely do it now. If you want to bet an under, most likely just hold hold out for about a week.
2: Yep. Tried and
5: true. Tried
2: and true mm-hmm. advice. Real quick before you go. Got 30 yes. seconds. Who you got at Pebble Beach this week?
5: Man, I uh I'm I, I don't have very many guys <laughs> at the top of the leaderboard. I mean, I, I had I had a pretty good feeling Tom Hoagie was going to be able to do some damage over there. And honestly, he was doing all right. And then he went he closed out his round double and then a bogey. So he loses three strokes in the last two holes he plays right. on the day. So I, I hate this tournament. I hate the three-course rotation. I didn't put out a big monetary outlay with this one. So hopefully on to waste management next week where we get that big elevated prize pool so all the big dogs are going to be there. And, uh, you know, we'll get the first real true test here for for these guys. Are you going to waste management this coming? I you are? I am. Look yes. at you. I am. Oh, that should be fun. All It'll
2: right, Matt. Appreciate it, man. Good luck, guys. Matt Brown, everybody. Final countdown. 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network with Stormy bonatoni and
3: Matt Brown. 500 to one. Hank Liebioda with a one-stroke lead at Pebble right in round two.
2: That'll hold. No, it won't. Coming back with Adam Burke in studio. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
0: VSAN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: BetMGM, the King of Sports Books, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your Bet MGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. How about a
3: pro tip, Kelly?
2: Pro tip. Let's do it. Pro tip.
3: Pro-tippy-tippy-tippy-pro-tip. Pro tip. Wow. Time.
2: That's a remix. Right? If you're betting player props, overs, for the most part, have value now, and unders will more will have more value closer to the game. Tip of the captain Matt Brown. Matt Brown providing us with our pro tip moments ago. All of them, It's uh, a great point. It is a great point. All of them searchable at vcin.com for pro subscribers only, though. What are you looking at, Kelly?
3: It's a commercial I was talking about.
2: Next, oh, the, the yeah. weight loss one?
3: It's like, hey, I'm uh, I'm attractive and slightly overweight, but I took this pill and all of a sudden I became really hot. It's like, wait, this no, no, people like me need a weight loss pill, not these people. It's like the uh, most improved
2: player award in the NBA.
3: <laughs> right, exactly.
2: You, the, the people that it works for, you're exactly already you already really good. Right. You just go super elite. You went
3: to super level, yeah.
2: Kelly. So in this in this example, Kelly is Lori Marketing. I am
3: Lowry Market in this one. Yes.
2: That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, in studio, not bumped by Brent Musburger, not bumped by Mina Kimes. That's right. Not bumped by anyone. It's Adam Burke.
6: How you doing, man? I'm good, especially because I wasn't bumped today.
3: <laughs> Adam, who <laughs> else is on the list? You had a great list for me like last week.
6: Uh, Well, it was supposed to be Musburger last week, but then uh, he you said it came early. Oh, yeah. So yeah like Brent showed up Fezik. like an hour early,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, well, you got bumped by both Musburger and
3: Fezzik, I guess. Yeah. It was yeah. a combo. Yeah.
2: It was, it was a Rufus Fezzik, Brent Musburger. It took three guys to bump you, Adam. Was there anybody else on the list? Mina? Mina Kimes? Mm, Felica. Felica bumped you once. That's Which true. is fine. I, I mean... mean I, I get it.
6: <laughs> I, get it. I, I don't carry the name value of a, of a Mina Kimes or a like we. Salika.
2: It's not like we took one of these archery guys and bumped you. Maybe right?
6: you should. No. Maybe you should. We love you, Adam.
3: I'm still so true. Why are they all walking this way? I don't, I don't want to admit... A Kevin's lot of them were right coming boy. from
6: the... Um, Oh, is it right next door. Across about, the street.
3: Isn't that a timeshare? Yeah. There's a hotel yeah. right here. When you stay at the hotel, not the timeshare. I don't share. know
2: if you know this about archers. Is that the correct word, archers? <laughs> they're, they're big they the are time very <laughs> cost-effective people. <laughs> <laughs> they value that.
3: Like, maybe you Airbnb those over there? I don't know how that I works. Know. I don't know.
2: Oh, anyway, so. it's a fascinating uh, subsection I, of... Uh,
6: South Point, you never know what you're going to get when you walk you in You really there. don't. You truly do not. Yeah, it's fascinating. Which place. is fun, honestly. I love it during the NFR. When all the Cowboys are walking around? Yeah. It's awesome. That's fun. Yeah. That's
2: fun. So's the bowlers. The bowlers are yes. their own
6: thing. Um, anybody Some people that know how to party. Yes, yeah, right. Well, it, Boulders it really and Cowboys. Yeah. This
2: is honestly, could Michael Gaughan have a better promo for this place than what we just gave right I, I've
6: had, I, I mean, to Adam's <laughs> point, like, I've had
3: random friends come into town that are, you know, like some some that work in the business with us, right? I'll show a studio to or something and we end up hanging out here. And like three weeks later, when I'm talking to them, they'll be like, you know, the net, best night I had at Vegas is when we were partying at the South Point. And it's like, yeah, it randomly was.
6: Yeah. Mm hmm. It's a beautiful place. It's an every man's casino. It is. It is. Let me uh,
2: ask you about Super Bowl 57, Adam. Yeah. I
6: don't
2: know if you know this, but we're uh, nine days away from the Chiefs and the Eagles. The Eagles is one and a half point favorites. The total is 50 and a half. Any play on the side or total?
6: No, but I wish the game was being played this weekend because I'm already ready for this game to get going. Obviously, there's a lot of chatter about the Super Bowl for the two weeks leading up to it. Nothing on side or total for me. I mean, I-, I think that both of these numbers are right. I, I think there are You know, questions really with the quarterbacks on both sides. You know, I mean, we haven't really seen Jalen Hurts have to do a whole lot in the Mm -hmm. playoffs here, really do a whole lot since coming back from the shoulder injury. And he even admitted this week during his media availability, like, yeah, it's still a work in progress. Like, it's not there. It's like, okay, well, to what degree is it not there? And if you have to throw 35 times in this game, are you going to be able to do it? Can you throw a deep ball and kind of expose that chief secondary down the field we don't know, and then obviously Mahomes with the ankle and the Eagles pass rush and how long does it take him to get hit and hobbled again in this game. I think that like most Super Bowls, I'm just attacking it with the prop markets and and hoping that I come up with some good bets there. Have you made some prop bets so far? Haven't locked any in as of yet, but there are some that I am looking at, and you know, I'm again I, I have this question about Jalen Hurts, right? I don't know if he can throw the football down the field, if he can soften up that Chiefs defense for the run. But if I'm Nick Sirianni, I think that my plan is to throw early and try and get the chiefs to stay honest against the pass, yeah. and then kind of open up some mm-hmm. of those running lanes because they've been really effective in the second half of games, just wearing teams down with their offensive line in the run. So kind of looking at a guy like AJ Brown over his receiving yards, like the last couple of games, he hasn't done much, but in his last six regular season games averaged 110 receiving yards per game. So he was a huge factor. If they need to throw, and I presume they will because this game should be closer, I think A.J. Brown is the guy that I would look at to maybe have a big game from a yardage standpoint, whereas Devontae Smith is the guy who kind of racks up the receptions with swing passes, tunnel screens, stuff like that.
2: Let's have a little uh, thought exercise. This is a little hypothetical just to sort of have a, have a little mental gymnastic here because you keep bringing up Jalen Hurts, and, and correctly so, the, the uncertainty around him at mm-hmm. this point. If Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback of the Eagles and Jalen Hurts is the quarterback of the Chiefs, what is this spread?
6: Huh. That's a hell of a question. Three and a half? Only Maybe. three and a, Maybe a half? Four? Oh, I would oh, higher than that. five and a half. Really?
3: Or, or Eagles would, five and a half.
6: I mean, I, Mahomes in his current state? You think it's only five and a half?
3: Yeah, it's at least that.
6: It's, at,
2: it, it's six or seven to me. Hmm. Like I think, Maybe I, I think
6: I mean... We
3: have a write-in vote by Jeff Parles. He says six and a half.
2: I agree with Jeffrey. And,
3: and he literally wrote it down and showed it to me.
2: Jeff Parlay and I sharing a brain lately. <laughs> I agree with him. I mean, because I think you're right. That's, the, that's sort of the, and it's not only hurts, it's the uncertainty, I keep bringing this up and I know Eagles fans hate it when I do. It doesn't mean, let me just preface it by saying, it doesn't mean the Eagles aren't awesome. All I'm saying is we don't know if they're awesome based on the fact that They really haven't beaten a gauntlet of teams, right? So it's really rare, if ever, that you can say a team that has gotten this far, that is on the cusp of a title, they're headed to the Super Bowl, and you're like, okay, they just played a Giants team that we already know is a fraud. They just beat a Niners team that didn't have a quarterback that could throw a forward pass for a half. Their biggest win uh, in terms of who they defeated in the NFL season might be the Lions. Mm -hmm. Apologies to Cowboys fans. But so I, I just wonder, that is central to this because I talked to Eric Eager about this from uh, Sumer Sports earlier this week. That's a tough thing to handicap because they could still be phenomenal. You have to beat who's in front of you. It's not their fault who they had to play. So that, that to me is the central handicap of this whole thing.
6: I mean, maybe I'm just a little bit higher on Jalen Hurts and specifically the way that Jalen Hurts fits into this offense because, I mean, that was the front runner for MVP for a large portion of the year. Now, again, as you said, maybe the strength of schedule played a significant role in that. That's definitely a possibility. But, I mean, the dual-threat nature, his ability to run, Mahomes isn't really that much of a runner anymore and certainly won't be in this game, I wouldn't think. Eager's, so. point,
2: Eager's point, not to but his point, and I think it was a good one, is that because their competition level was such that it was they were able to get ahead in games yeah. rather easily. And so we're able to play out the script. Now, the the one game where they couldn't do that, Washington stands out more than any of them, where Washington was like, no, we're going to hold the ball. We're going to matriculate down the field. We're going to use the time. We're going to move the chains. And th- that's why I thought San Francisco, if they had been full strength, they would, they're would. they like, a you know, Washington's like a poor man's, maybe a destitute man's version of San Francisco. That didn't play out that way, obviously, with the injuries. And so San Francisco never had a shot at doing that. But you just wonder if the Chiefs get ahead of them. And so much of this game, every game, comes down to who's ahead. But this one in particular, it strikes me, if the Chiefs go ahead, the Eagles can't be their true, authentic self that they want to be. So, I mean, I, all of that stuff is interesting, I think.
6: No, I agree. I mean, I think that, you know, from a live betting standpoint, that is something that possibly you can take advantage of. Which also, on the flip side, like if the Chiefs have a couple of three and outs and the Eagles with their scripted plays go up 10 nothing, 14 nothing, something like that. Different story. Then, you know, yeah. what happens in this game? 100%. So, yeah, I think it is one of those where, you know, a lot of the Super Bowls generally come down to, you know, the second half. But I think there's a lot to be said about the first half in this game of who goes ahead, who can run the game script, the game state that they want to. And then how do things kind of play out from there? Yeah, I mean, maybe I do overvalue Jalen Hurts a little bit, but I also feel like maybe he's getting a little bit disrespected because in, this, might be in right. this game, everyone's like, well, the Eagles are better here, 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 and here. Oh, but the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. Like, he's the great equalizer of everything, and he certainly is good enough to do that. But you know, a lot of people are saying the Eagles are just the better team. Mm-hmm. And the only fallback, it feels like, for the Chiefs side is like, well, they got Mahomes. And
2: I guess I'll, you're you're 100% right about that because I've heard that that sort of narrative being driven home for the last week. We'll have another week to, to, for people to drive it <laughs> home even more. Um, but you're right. It, and maybe what we've done here is make the biggest case for an in-game bet than anything. Yeah. That maybe this is one of these games where getting ahead means more than the average game. I don't know. Adam Burke, everybody. Not bumped for anyone today. We do apologize for all the bumping.
6: It's all good. Maybe I should have been after my answer on the Eagles with Mahomes at quarterback. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, I think that's
2: an interesting question, though. We've done all we could do. Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from Veasan, the sports betting network.